welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. Today's Hey, I Was Wondering, uh, we received a text from a 708. Let's clarify something. Hi, Eric. I was wondering, I drive for Coke, and sometimes it's tough to hear certain words clearly over the engine noise of my truck. Yeah, okay. All right. I was wondering, is it Friday's featured cocktail or Friday's V-churred cocktail, as in Violetta? Oh. Thanks. Just wondering, Bill. Set him up, V. Well, there's the V right there. Hey, what do you think? Let's try a vintage drink. We're going to do this today. Like a rusty nail. Can't beat the nail. Friday's. Featured cocktail. All right, hopefully you were idling the truck during that and you heard. Drink it down. It is Friday's featured cocktail. And we're anticipating it will be smooth later on this morning after 9 o'clock as we'll go Facebook Live with uh, Ben Rector's personal assistant, Big Karwowski, on the cameras. (laughs) Running the four-camera shoot, you'll be able to see the whole thing Facebook Live, and uh, we will post the featured cocktail that Violetta has created, a concoction she's created every Friday in the month of May, launching us into summer. All we know about today is it is something pineapple and rum related. Yes! What more do you need to know? That sounds delicious. For the soon-to-be-named Banana Monkey Rum Runner. So excited. (laughs) I went through the the section of my closet reserved to a Jimmy Buffett at Wrigley shows, and you just have to pick something from there. I think you'll be safe. From a from a a what to wear kind of. From a what to yeah from a from a dressing theme. Right. And I just appreciate that you guys showed up ready to go and excited for Friday's featured cocktail. I wore a shirt that has cocktails on it. Yes, Eric is wearing a cocktail button-up. But it's still hidden. We can only see the collar. That's just because I'm cold right now. Uh, To reveal, the big reveal. I'm right now in my trailer in a robe. You know how the the stars sit in trailers in robes? (laughs) Call me to the set, and then I'll be ready to go. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. Lollapalooza. What are the dates again? They haven't said. Uh, yeah, they have. Unofficially, the 29th of July through August 1st. There we go. Supposedly. There we go. Yeah. Reportedly. That's the deal. Allegedly. Well, no, for, for a <laughs> you while. Can't pull, you can't pull 600 bands together and not have the date like eight months ago. But a lot of people move stuff to September. So uh, that was the other speculation see, is that they might move it to September. I don't know. Purportedly. I don't think they want to do that because all the uh, kids in college are back in college. Yeah. Then. Yep. They want them around in summer. Yeah, it's always kind of August, yeah. end of August, right? All right, uh, top three, top three, Eric in the morning list, top three bands you think will be uh, headlining at Lollapalooza. If you finish first on this list, you got to be finished first, and it turns out your band or artist or performer does, we'll maybe give you tickets if we have them, maybe, <laughs> sort of. Could happen, probably won't, maybe. R- yes, exactly. Right. You ready? Mm-hmm. A bunch of guests here. Right out of the gate, keeping Whip happy. Jeff, you think who? I'm thinking Coldplay. Coldplay. Oh, that'd Coldplay. be great. Would that well, be something? Would wow. you enjoy that? 2021 would be the best year ever. Uh, Rena, you're thinking what? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, Another man. popular one. Bring it on. Another popular one. Here's one that's going to make the ladies happy. Your guest, Aubrey. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah. Harry Styles. Uh, another one to make Whip happy, Claire. Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragons. Wow. My good friend Dan Reynolds. We Maybe can sit around and eat hot so dogs. Yeah, we can all play. <laughs> we can eat hot dogs. Tina, you believe? Pink. 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 Yeah. Pink. Yeah. Pink getting one. back out on the road. At number three, got to be on stage. April. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Good guess. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. 
At number two, gotta be on stage, Patrick. Post Malone. Post Malone. <laughs> Got nothing else going on. And finally, in at number one, if this person performer ends up at Lollapalooza, so will you, Kathy. Machine Gun Kelly. Ah, there yeah. Yeah, that's right. a good guess. Great I, I, I kind of like your chances, Kathy. Yeah. I kind of like your chances. Hey. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly with the cool uh, neck slit tattoo. Ooh. Hey, it's Eric. You know, wow. Wasn't that entertaining? That was something, huh? Imagine what's coming next. Uh, this. This is what's coming next right here. Breaking uh, mid-afternoon yesterday, the CDC and the president making the announcement that if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer have to wear a mask indoors or outdoors. Yeah. Catching many people off guard, not knowing exactly how we're moving forward with this, but there's a lot of excitement and a lot of uh, mask-burning bonfire parties this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I heard about. Uh, so to try to bring some clarity to all this is our old friend, Dr. Kevin Most, the chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine at Central DuPage and Del Nor Hospital. Hey there, Dr. Most. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Great. Did you see this coming? Did you know this was coming, or did it catch you off guard like it did the rest of us? You know, I, I saw it coming, but not for a couple weeks. I think even the last time we talked, what, 10 days ago or something, we were talking about, you know, when can you start planning your bags game? And we said, certainly the bags tournament should be moving forward. Um, but uh, I, I think the big thing is this Israeli study that came out answering the question that we all have been asking is, after you've been vaccinated, can you still spread the uh, disease? And it certainly appears that that's not the case. So this is uh, unbelievably exciting news for many, many people. And I know I'm going to dive right into the first question. I saw a doctor speak about it last night. You can probably speak to it as well. Everybody's concerned now. Okay, so if you're fully vaccinated and you're not wearing a mask, what about people that aren't vaccinated who aren't going to say that they aren't but just choose not to wear a mask? Does that screw the system up? Is it true that really the only people at risk, according to this study, are non-vaccinated people if they're not wearing masks? Correct. So if you, if you think about it, the studies now have shown, you know, when we first had these studies, we were seeing 94, 95% effective rate of the vaccine. Now that we've given it to hundreds of millions, we're actually seeing that that, that effective rate is closer to 97, 98%. So anybody who hasn't been vaccinated and says, oh, this is my chance to not wear a mask, it's also your chance to increase your chances of getting COVID because those who are not wearing masks and fully vaccinated are really, really well protected. And we were all wearing masks to protect you, the non-vaccinated person. And now we've shown that that's not necessary. And there are certain places still, though, that will remain uh, spots that you have to wear a mask in hospitals, on planes, etc.? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, all those mask burning parties, you know, make sure you at least save one. Right. Don't burn <laughs> them all because, uh, you know, you, you still may want to go to an airport. You may want to get on an airplane. You may want to get on a bus. You may have to go to the doctor. You may visit someone in the hospital. All those right now are going to continue uh, to be wearing masks. Now, we have a lot of teachers that listen to the show, Dr. Most. What about schools? Can Should teachers still be wearing masks? And I know, you know, they've opened up the vaccine to 12 to 15-year-olds. What's the thought there? Yeah, again, so the teachers, the teachers that have been fully vaccinated, you are protected. You are wearing that mask not to protect yourself, but more to protect you from infecting kids who may be in your classroom who haven't had the opportunity to be vaccinated. We now have shown that that's not the case, and that's why we're saying not only do you not have to wear a mask, you don't have to social distance. So really the big point now is going to be the acceptance of vaccines for pediatric uh, adolescents, at least right now, 
um, coming in through the summer. And it'll be interesting to see what happens here. I think that we'll see some pushback. And uh, there's also a lot of people talking about the ethical side of that, saying, you know, here in the United States, we'd be using all this vaccine on young, healthy kids when other parts of the world uh, are suffering with the disease still expanding. Crazy. Now, my question would be, hi, Dr. Most, thank you for doing this. Um, I have a son who is 10, so obviously he cannot get the vaccination as of this point. How do we handle kids under 12? Do we tell them to wear masks? Can they hang out with with each other? I think that's a question a lot of us parents aren't totally sure how to navigate yet. Yeah, and you think about that. This is These are kids that aren't going to really understand this. Why can you take your mask off and I can't? But we're still trying to protect those kids. Now, we know the children, when they get it, the vast majority of them are going to do quite well with this. But certainly we don't. We want to slow that spread because they can still spread the illness. So we will still be having children under the age of 12 continue to wear masks and those over the age of 12 to 15 who haven't been vaccinated. Again, it's going to be to try to protect and limit the spread. And unfortunately, it's going to be a tough sell to kids when they see, wait, you always tell me to do what you're doing as a parent, and yet you're telling me I have to wear a mask and you don't. Yeah. And then late fall, are you still hearing that possibly for that age bracket below 12? Yeah. Oh, certainly. You know, the studies are really going on right now with Pfizer between the ages of six months and and, and 12. So that data will be out, I would say, within probably three weeks or a month. Um, And we'll probably start looking at vaccination of even kids, you know, obviously much lower, all school age kids, probably a little bit after school starts. Now, we keep hearing uh, here in the state of Illinois and Chicago, you know, July 4th. A couple, to, a couple of weeks ago when we spoke to you and there was talk of, all right, July 4th, we're opening things up to a, uh, to a greater degree. Now, with this news, do you see that time frame moving up or do you see it even more open come July 4th? I see it even more open come July 4th because I really thought that this, would, that this announcement would come more like June 15th, June 10th, and then it would push us into like early August. So I really look at this, and if we don't see a bump and we continue to see now this encouragement for those people who are on the fence to get vaccinated, get vaccinated, your rates go higher, the spread drops even more, and our numbers are continuing to decrease. Look at the states that have had you know, the highest rates of fully vaccinated individuals. You know, you get out on the East Coast and you've seen the rates drop 70, 80 percent. So uh, really has shown that the vaccine is working well. And as we hit those numbers, now we are starting to look at 100 percent of people at Lollapalooza, 100 percent of people in baseball uh, stadiums. Now, you know, we keep and you've alluded or you addressed it or alluded to it there. The people that are still uh, reluctant to get vaccinations, like, for example, this 847 text, Curious how the new guidance will affect those of us who have natural immunity after having COVID. I don't want to take the vaccine and believe that my natural immunity is as good or better than the vaccines. Uh, what is your thought on that? Well, you know, we know that the, the couple things. We know with the vaccine, we know that right now we're at, what, six, seven, eight months, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, showing that the vaccine still works eight months later. We haven't shown that with individuals who have had cases of COVID. You've got to remember, there's a full spectrum of patients who have had COVID, right? We've had the asymptomatic patients. We don't know if those people just had great immune systems and fought it off and really will not be protected going forward after a certain period of time, after three or four months. But we know it with the vaccine. So certainly it's also much easier to prove that you had the vaccine than to prove that you had COVID. So, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see as we pan out and and start to do more studies as whether natural immunity 
is best or the vaccine. Right now, we know it's the vaccine because with the vaccine, we're teaching your B cells, your T cells, your memory cells. We know that that works. With the natural immunity, we're not so sure. All right, and uh, I'm glad you uh, mentioned the long-term idea here because 847 says the question for the doctor, how will it be determined when we need booster shots or if we will when the rates go back up? Yeah, we're going to hope the rates don't go back up. We're going to hope that this is going to be tracked by blood testing and by testing of individuals so that we're not so that we're proactive instead of reactive. Uh, let's not wait till we start seeing cases and then, you know, have a race to get the vaccine. So I think you will see the booster similar to what we see with influenza. We're going to see where these variants are, see where these mutations are, and that's going to be the booster shot. So we're going to make sure that we have continued to have protection going forward. All right. Exciting news. Exciting times. It looks like uh, life is beginning to move in a positive back to normal direction and will hopefully continue to go that way. Thanks for keeping us updated, Dr. Most. You got it. We'll talk soon, guys. All right. Thank you. Bye. See you later. That's exciting. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. Go number three, Violetta. We finally have a confirmed air date on the Friends reunion on HBO. You can stream it on May 27th, so it's just around the corner. Along with that big news, they also announced that there are going to be special guests. David Beckham, Justin Bieber, James Corden, and Lady Gaga are among the big names. Uh, Reportedly, Bieber cries, too. Really? He's emotional. He's very emotional. Every song is near tears. Uh, so that'll be fun. And that's on Amazon Prime? No, HBO Max. Right, HBO Max. <laughs> the other Hulu. Got it. Trending on Twitter number two. TikTok star Bella Porch drops her debut single, Build a, a B. Can you say that word? Which word are you trying to a, say? The B word. Bella? Build? <laughs> no. Build a build a B. Um, I know. You can say it. B- build a bitch. Thank you. Um, I know you're dying to know what that sounds like, and we have a little clip. Oh, no, we don't. We do? Oh, crap. No, we don't. That's all right. I, I, she, uh, Violetta Friday. lied to you. I actually wasn't dying to hear what that what? sounds like. So. Come on. Violetta, did you actually send anything to me? Yeah, I did, but it's fine. It was in another email. It was, like, lower down. Now I know you just read my... my yeah, she my doesn't Heather. read the email. Oh, there it is. No, no, no. I, I, I now see it. It was part of a, a string of emails that I didn't know had a new peace. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to number one. Itty bitty. And now at number one. <laughs> itty bitty. Just wave to me next time. I'll, I'll, I'll get she it. Was, she was waving you frantically here right before this. I just uh, wanted a thumbs up. I wanted to see. But that's why you were looking at me. You've been strangely quiet for the last 15 minutes. I was still <laughs> contemplating Dr. Most. No, I was just listening to Dr. Yeah. Most. And I was in the bathroom. Oh, okay, well, there you I go. think that you may have been waving when I wasn't in here. That could have been. Oh, what's number one? Okay, Itty Bitty Piggy trending. Fans are calling Itty Bitty Piggy the song of summer after Nicki Minaj released her mixtape, Beam Me Up, Scotty, on streaming services. Uh, Seeing Green also enters the top ten. Now that I'd like to hear. I know. Another Bella the Bitch thing. I don't care. <laughs> itty, itty Bitty Piggy, I'm in. Right? They're calling it the, so- the song of summer. Um, Do you and- not have that? I don't think so. I don't. I don't know anything that's just been happening the last 10, 10 minutes. I will. I'm looking into it. All right. And that's oh. making her the first female rapper to debut at uh, number ten. Is it anything we can air? I'm not sure. It's Nicki Minaj, so it could be uh, pretty naughty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Itty bitty, bitty piggy. piggy. Song of summer, people. Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. Three one two. Two three three one zero one nine. I've never been to a no kids wedding. We we had one. Well, 
No, hold on. So we had one, sort of. We being? My, me and my husband. Right. So the two of us. Your actual wedding. A, actual wedding. It was we a agreed. No kids wedding. Well, we agreed it was a no kids wedding on my side. And he, his family's from out of state, and he let their kids come. Oh, so so that could have caused a problem that, just like, like this. No, the story I got, my heart rate on my uh, watch told me to go sit down. Right. Because I got real stressed out. <laughs> but yeah, so no. His so his family showed up with kids with, and your family's looking at you like, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it totally happened. Like, And it was one of those where I, we made it clear in conversation, but when he passed on the information to his family, <laughs> that detail was left out. He failed to make it clear. Yeah. So they oh, just wow. showed up with kids and my cousins are looking at me and I'm like, so I'm it's so sorry. on God. your husband than on his family because he wasn't clear with that. I believe, yeah. Did it yeah. say in the invitation, no kids? No, yeah, no. It was, but it was An very specific. Thing? Like, right? Well, we just all talked to our family, and it said Mister and Missus. You know right. what I mean? And and right. Whew. So, did your husband make a mistake? Did he say like, "Sorry, it's on me"? Or you think he kind of like just purposely didn't let <laughs> I them know? I think it that. was kind of like they're coming from out of state. What do you want me to do? You know, I want them here. Yeah. And so I, I got both sides of it. It was just really hard for me the day of. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> Man. You could have written this uh, story. It actually is from Nikki. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Uh, hi there, Jillian. Hello, Jillian. Hi. Hi, no kids wedding? Yep, we had a no kids wedding. Okay, and did your husband's family also break the rules? <laughs> no. Actually, nobody broke the rules. We did have a couple of kids in the wedding party, so they were allowed to stay for part of the reception. Right. But and everyone you had, respected. And you had security so. roll them out of there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Time to go, three-year-olds. Yeah, hit the road, kid. Right. <laughs> fun's about time. to start. Yeah, you're the fun sucker, so uh, out the door. There you go. And uh, did any, did you get any pushback from family on that? No, we didn't. And, you know, it was hard because we both have really large families. We're both Mexican with really big Mexican families. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of kids of various ages. So it was a concern, but everyone was on board with it. It was fine. That's nice. Everybody's following yeah. the rules. Thank you for that. Hi there, Caitlin. You have a no kids wedding coming up. No kids. Yep. All right. Uh, and when is that wedding? It's March of next year. Now, do your invitations actually say, no kids, don't get them anywhere near the building? (laughs) So it'll say, like, Mr. and Mrs. John Smith. And my girlfriend was like, you need to put on the wedding website, no kids. I'm like, why? It says Mr. and Mrs. People will find every... I present to you Nikki. (laughs) Yeah. Who did exactly what you're doing and had kids show up. And they just wrote, like, plus three and showed up. So Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. hard pass. They're out. Yeah. You might you might want to do some quick clarification, or you too could be going down uh, Nikki Bride Road. Yeah. Oh, hey, Amanda, no kids' wedding? Yeah, absolutely no, no kids. And I'm a teacher, so I was like, I need a break. Right, you're, you're burned out completely. Uh, now, is it coming up, or did you already have it? I we already had it, and there was 14 kids under five years old. All my cousins mm-hmm. didn't bring their kids and got completely annihilated. <laughs> So there was oh, no a push- sign of a yeah. good wedding. There was no pushback. People weren't mad. They were like, thank goodness it's a night out. Yes, and it was in South Bend, so go Irish. And they just were like, let's get away. Kids are at right. home. Let's do this. Let's go rock the Holiday Inn. Are you still like just a Holiday little drunk? Inn's never been rocked. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's when all your uh, relatives with kids are like, you ever think about a no-kids wedding? Yeah. You can leave these guys behind and right, really right, have right. some good times. Hey, it's Eric. So are we having any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning's show. At least I think it was. Here it is. Uh, just conducted 
a secret Eric in the Morning off-air poll. Ten unsuspecting listeners, completely anonymous, no reason to lie to us whatsoever, just answered a question off the air that was prom-related. We just asked those ten people on a scale of one to ten. When you look back and remember your prom, how good was it? Scale of one to ten. Because, you know, the old adage is uh, you always build up in your mind that prom is going to be so great. Yeah. It's almost impossible to live up to the expectations. And you see so many movies of everything that's supposed to happen and how magical the night is. Right. And rarely, if ever, does that turn out to be the case, or does it? So of the ten people we spoke to, men, women, young, old, left, right, up, down, didn't know the question ahead of time. Said, on a scale of one to ten, how was your prom? Ten being arguably the greatest experience of my life. (laughs) One being... I would have rather have it not happen. Mm. Where do you think everybody was? Nikki? Three. Three. I'm going to go six. Six. I'm going to go four. See? Everybody's a cynic. Eight. Oh, wow. wow. And I won't lie. I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I am shocked. So if it's an eight, my next question to you right now, then, three one two two three three. 1019 is what made your prom so great? What made your prom an eight? Why did you give it an eight? Yeah. What about it was so great? What about it was so memorable? What about it stays with you to this day and you look back on it fondly? What specific thing was it that caused it to be so great? Hmm. 312 233 1019. Why was prom great? I was going to go a whole other direction, but when I saw eight, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I need to know what happened. Right? <laughs> I need to know. You remember who you went to prom with, Nikki? I skipped my prom. Oh, we went you to skipped? A, I did. A bunch of us went to a party. Went out drinking and smoking. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. We just, like, yeah, so there were so many dances that year in homecoming. We were yeah, like, you know, yeah. we don't care about prom. Uh, Whip, do you remember? Which one, Eric? Uh, let's go with senior. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I remember. Okay, great. <laughs> well, what was it? What, well, who what was, was the person's name? name? Oh, Natasha was her Natasha. name? Natasha. Yeah, not Latasha, Natasha. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Violetta, senior prom? Oh, of course I remember Tom Cedar. Tom. He's so nice. Oh, he's he's so actually handsome. getting married now. Oh, he's so I just handsome. ran into him and his future wife. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Hey, she looks don't, nice. Don't tell her that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you? actually, they knew each other. They knew each other in high school, too. Really? Yeah, so she probably knew me. I feel like I was there. Uh, yeah. yeah. We used to decorate, like, boys' cars to invite them, so I okay, went cool. to his high school to decorate it. <laughs> <laughs> She's the eight, so you're an eight. That's good. You had fun. Oh, no, oh. my prom was horrible. Oh, but he, never my mind. date, My date was so nice. Nikki, stop. She's a two. She's a two. Just, Violetta <laughs> will tell us for the next 30 minutes about her prom. <laughs> I love prom. So you, Eric? Uh, Lisa. Ah, she Lisa. was the queen. Oh, my oh God. My. But you weren't the king. I was not the king. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, right. I was not. It's my daughter's senior prom tonight. Oh, yes. my God. That's what made me think of it. Do you know uh, what color dress she's wearing? Yellow. Yellow. Nice. Yellow. Uh, Wendy, what made prom so great? Hi, Wendy. Hi. Um, I went to Buffalo Grove High School, mm-hmm. and the PTO co-sponsored post-prom at Second City. So post prom party cool. was at Second City. That's, that's, that's very cool. Yeah, that's a that's a memory you're going to have forever. Uh, what made prom so great, Kristen? Um, well, I went to the Chicago Academy, and of course their proms are epic. But the guy that I liked after three years asked me to dance at my senior prom. Uh, oh. It's like a movie. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the uh, proms for the Academy are epic. 
My daughter went there. Too. Really? They're epic. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. Hi, Sheila. Hi. Hi. Uh, your senior prom was so great. Why? Because instead of going with my boyfriend, I went with my best friend, and uh-huh. so there was no pressure, and it was fun. Yeah, I hear that's uh, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are doing that now mm-hmm. for proms uh, this year because of the circumstances of this past year. Uh, hi, Carl. What made prom so great? I made my uh, tuxedo vest, my bow tie, and my date's jewelry in metal shop. I made her jewelry Sweet. in my independent art class. Nice. That's awesome. And I love to dance. Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Turn it up to live in La Vida Loca. Yeah. <laughs> what a great date. How about this? Jeff, what made prom so great? How you doing? Yeah, I got engaged. <laughs> and prom? Wow. Uh, yeah, I've been married 22 years. Oh, my God. Congratulations. That's, yeah. You got engaged at prom, and you've been married 22 years. You know it. You Whoa. know it, Joe. Oh, man, that's crazy. <laughs> I never heard of oh, that. Man, that's an eight if I've ever heard one right there. Love Eric in the morning. Don't miss Eric in the afternoon. Weekdays at 530 on 101.9 The Mick Chicago. A uh, sexual wellness app. Whip, I saw it on your phone. Lover. Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch my phone yeah, anymore. Sorry. Sorry. So How'd you get my it. code? It's called Lover. Asked 1,500 coupled up women about their romantic lives and discovered that those in what age group are most likely to say there is no room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Is it A, 1824, <laughs> B, 2534, C, 3544, or D, 4554? Uh, Nick, you want to take a shot? I'm going to go with B. You're going to say 2534. Whip, want to take a shot? Uh, 35 to 44. All right. You're going to say C, uh, Violetta. You going to take a shot? Oh, yeah. That's the one. 3444. Uh, or 3544. Well, yeah. Uh, Marianne, <laughs> A, B, C, or D, you've chosen? B. B, 2534. No, I'm ah. sorry. I'm sorry. That is incorrect. Mm. We're still in the game, Violetta. That is uh, incorrect. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Angela, tell them. Uh, is it C, 35 to 44? No, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no. no. We're no longer in the game. What the heck? None of us are smooth at all. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know anything. Betty, either. tell them where they're getting their groove back. D, 45 to 54. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. There's something to look uh, forward yeah. to. There you go. It just keeps getting better and better, ladies. Wow. You're like 33. Wait wait another 10 years and watch what happens. Wow. Patience. Patience is a virtue. Well done. Nicely done. Betty, do you agree with the results of that survey, Betty? Uh, it's Patty, and yes, I do. Oh, <laughs> Patty, Betty, can I call you Betty? <laughs> yes, 45 to 54 were the happiest. Coming in second place, 18 to 24. So you guys can't even get wow. the top two. No. Whoa. 18 to 24 were second happiest, followed by 25 to 34, and then 35 to 44. But the youngsters don't even know what they have coming. But they're trying to keep you ladies happy, that's all. Set them up, V. Hey, what do you think? Let's try a vintage drink like a rusty nail. Friday's Featured cocktail. Drink it down. Yes. Well, I hope it's smooth. We'll see if it burns. The <laughs> Friday featured cocktail. All during the month of May, we feature different cocktails that Violetta creates with a whole summertime theme. Yes. Something that you might enjoy, you know, uh, 
I don't know, out on the end of the pier where I have my American sail umbrella. This is brought to you by... Wonderful. Well, I mean, you know, they would normally do trending on Twitter, but they can do this. Yeah. Uh, save up to 50% off pools, patio sets, grills, and more. Everything for your outdoor fun during the, the Memorial Day sale at American Sale. American Sale, bring the fun home. We're also uh, Facebook Live right now. Are we still Facebook Live, Michelle? All right, we're up we're and running. Up. We're up and running. Uh, so you can watch us on Facebook Live. And the uh, the cocktail that you're about to hear us experience, you can experience for yourself. Because Violetta, you'll be posting this cocktail recipe, right? Yes, right after the show at Eric Morning Mix on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll have all the ingredients and how you can build it yourself for a wonderful summer. Uh, Violetta told us there would be a pineapple and rum theme and yes. to dress accordingly. Nikki, what did you wear I did a I did a uh, Hawaiian inspired dress and and a lay. Nice, nice. Oh, you look beautiful. Nice. How about Thank you it. over there, Whip? Yeah, like a navy blue, like a quarter zip with like a, a mock turtleneck. <laughs> Very Hawaiian kind of thing. Very Hawaiian yeah. of you. Very tropical. Yes. yes. Yeah. And you're wearing a lay too. I, I got a lay from Nikki. All right, good oh. for you. Yeah, I know. Between the two, of you. I didn't even mean it, to, but I you made them. What Sorry, the uh, I uh, wore my cocktail shirt too. Yes, you did. There's little drinks all over it. Yes, yes. And Violetta is in her pineapple yellow. Violetta, mm-hmm. uh, what cocktail are we going to enjoy today? What have you created? What do you call it? Today we're doing the pineapple mojito. The pineapple Ooh. mojito. Uh-huh. Is that your official name for it? Yes, it is. All right, the pineapple mojito. <laughs> we went to the creative department. That was two weeks of meetings yes. to come up with that. You have to say mojito, though, gotcha. like that. Gotcha. And uh, in this pineapple mojito, what are you going to be putting together? We're here? putting in two ounces of Bacardi rum. Uh, right. Uh, then we're putting in uh, an ounce of pineapple puree. Okay. So you make that with pineapple and simple syrup and just a splash of pineapple juice. Any thoughts on the history of this, Whip? Oh, so many thoughts, Eric. Settle in, okay? All right. Uh-huh. Havana, Cuba is the birthplace of the mojito, although its exact <laughs> origin is the subject of debate. It has been known that the local South American Indians had remedies for various tropical illnesses, so a small boarding party went ashore on Cuba came back with ingredients for an effective medicine. The ingredients were aguadiente de caña, oh, that's good. translated as burning water, a crude yeah. form of rum it made burns. from sugar cane, yep. mixed with local tropical ingredients, lime, sugar cane, juice, and mint. And that's not all. Another theory is that it was invented by Sir Francis Drake. The El Drake <laughs> Everybody cocktail. Everybody loves the Drake. You love the Drake? Yeah, I love the Drake. was prepared with brandy. While this drink was not called a mojito at this time, oh. it was the original combination of these ingredients. And finally, several theories behind the origin of the name Mojito. <laughs> there will be a quiz yes. later, folks. There's going to be a quiz <laughs> yeah. later, an online quiz. I hope you're paying attention. Save the best part for last. One such theory holds the name relates to Mojo, or I'm guessing Mojo, if it's Cuban, a Cuban but seasoning. he was like a morning Mojo. guy in Detroit. May, he definitely is. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Made from lime and used to flavor dishes. Now, another theory mm-hmm. is that the name Mojito is simply a derivative of Mojadito, Spanish for... <laughs> Wow. Are you sitting down? Spanish for a little wet. The diminutive of mojado. There you go. Okay, that was wonderful. That was, that was a, a lot, lot of information. Thank you, um, You're welcome. Thank you. What Thank I forgot you, to mention um, is also you put in here limes, mm-hmm. mint, and you muddle those up. You mm-hmm. add your rum, your puree, and then you top it off with a little pineapple slice. Oh, that's beautiful. And Can everybody see this, Michelle? Are they able to? Oh, that's very nice. And uh, and a soda, some soda water. You top it off. All right. Let's so see let's pass these oh, out. Oh, my God. Let's get drinking. Violetta uh, did say you you really were intent on muddling this week. So yes. you got it in. I did. You're 
really do look like a mixologist. This thing looks like this it's professionally yeah, beautiful. It's right? so easy to do, though. Very simple ingredients and delicious. What do they? Uh, what do they call it? Burning water whip? Burning water in uh, here? That's correct. Uh, this is uh, agua diente de caña. Uh, oh. Or otherwise known as burning water. All right, let's have a little burning water. <laughs> cheers, right, cheers, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that oh, is. Oh, yeah. Bye. Okay. Oh, yeah. yep. it, is, it is July right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I think it needs more rum, though. I can't really taste it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, you can I, always do more you rum. You can always add more <laughs> right? rum. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so what do you think? I mean, Everything needs more rum. <laughs> <laughs> can you taste the pineapple and the mint mm-hmm. mixing together? I'm tasting a lot of mint. A lot of mint? And a lot of limes. Like I said, you cut up 64 limes for this. I did, so. and I have a yeah. bunch left over, yeah. too. Look at all these yeah. limes. Uh, okay, once again, the pineapple mojito. Pineapple week, mojito. Week number three, Friday featured cocktail. That'll be available, that recipe, and all the muddling. Where, Violetta? It's going to be at Eric Morning Mix on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our Facebook Live is going to be up you know, for eternity, so you can check Perfect. that out on Facebook. Everybody wave to everybody on Facebook Hi. Live, and thank you for checking out something we call Cinema B, a little featured cocktail. Hey, what do you think? Let's try a vintage drink Like a rusty nail Friday's featured cocktail Drink it down Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.